All right, let's get into it. Another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast, and I am your host, Jordan Shelton. Today on the show is Deidre Hudson. She joins us. She is the CMO at Payability. This is a cool conversation. We get into what her company is doing as they really define a new audience segment, how they go after and talk to that new segment. What's the messaging? What do those people want? What do they need from Payability? This is a really, really useful episode, especially if you're looking at new audience formation. Deidre has a ton of experience. And one thing she talked about that I really, really enjoyed was like, she now has the opportunity to, to nerd out, to kind of her hands dirty and back into the marketing efforts, which I think we have to do from time to time as marketing leaders. So I think you're going to enjoy this one. As always, this show is put on by Cave. We're an agency out of Los Angeles that helps companies grow online. If you need any help with your marketing, head over to cavesocial.com. We'd love to help you out. But for now, let's sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Oh, what's going on, my marketing people? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, joining me from New York is Deidre Hudson. She is the CMO at Payability. Deidre, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me, Jordan. I'm excited to have you on and talk about the nitty gritty, the nerdy stuff, the marketing, getting our, <laughs> getting our hands dirty and getting back to basics. I'm really excited about it. But before we jump into all of that, I want to let you introduce yourself to the audience. So give us your backstory. Were you uh, an accidental marketer? Was it always the plan? Walk me through your career journey to date, and then we'll hop into uh, to some of the stuff you're doing now. Awesome. So I started off, my, my story is a little bit uh, interesting, I guess. I started off wanting to be an accountant. I was in high school and I was preparing to go to college to study accounting. I wrote letters back when people actually wrote letters to accounting organizations to get information. And I was just reared up to be a, a CPA. And I started working in the membership department of a human rights organization. And we were doing direct marketing. I was working with a, a person uh, Lee Weiner, who was this brilliant statistician, and we were doing lots of um, direct mail, but lots of analysis, so lots of like demographic analysis and psychographic analysis. And I fell in love with marketing, and I switched my major. I it was weird because I I started to envision myself as being in a cubicle surrounded with reams and reams of adding machine tape. Again, dating myself back to when adding machines had tape. But I fell in love with marketing because of the analysis that we were doing and where one row of numbers in an Excel spreadsheet could indicate a completely different person than that second row of numbers. So I've switched my major to marketing and it's been marketing ever since. I love it. And it's so interesting because I think when people hear marketing, right? And I think sometimes marketing can get branded as the creative division. And it really is the mix of art and science. It is, okay, creative is a massive part of it, but how are people reacting to that creative? What's going on? Oh, the, like you said, the psychographics and demographics, right? Okay, we know that middle-aged men are more likely to buy this power tool, but what's really, what are they going through? What are they actually thinking? What's the emotion they have? And then being able to draw some statistics and then, you know, make data-informed decisions. I, I think that 
I love that you're able to take that accounting kind of inspiration early on and translate it into marketing. And I think it's a lot closer or more understandable than most of the outside world might think. They might think, what, you went from accounting to marketing. And it's like, once you get in and you, you start to get into the data, there's it's not as different as you would think, right? When we look at the numbers and they're able to analyze it and go from there. So I absolutely love that. Now your career journey, you jumped in, walk me through kind of the path. I know you recently have joined Payability as the CMO, but walk me through your path. What led you, you know, to Payability? I was, throughout my career, I had been in different industries. So I spent some time, as I mentioned earlier, in nonprofit. And then I went to B2C. I spent a little time in B2C. And then I kind of fell into B2B. So I really liked the B2B aspect or the, the, the B2B approach to for marketing. And I just kind of, you know, as I went through my career, I, I realized that I wanted to just stay focused on B2B. I came to Payability about a year ago when I was looking to make a move to a more senior role. And I came across Payability as, as a company. And then as I kind of researched it and learned a bit more about it and, you know, about what the company was actually doing, I became intrigued because what we do is we offer funding for e-commerce sellers. And as you get to know that audience a little bit better, you really get to the core, like core human stories. I'm always intrigued by just human behavior. So the sellers that we are helping are people who have started businesses because they wanted either, you know, additional source of income or they wanted to, you know, they had a very goal specific of, you know, saving for college or paying off college loans or building a business for their family. But there's always a human story behind it. And, you know, being with a company that kind of helps people to realize their dreams and to meet those goals was something I became very attached to. I love that, right? When you're able to see other people's, your, your customer's purpose and passion starts to help fuel yours. Oh, we want to enable these people. We want to make sure that they can go out and do that and live a, you know, maybe have a side hustle that helps their lifestyle or it's their full business. And it's like, okay, cool. We want to enable these people who are starting their own e-com brands. Now, we also look at things like payability. We're able to give funding. I'm assuming you all were an amazing life raft when there was massive shipping delays. It was that uh, when we were looking at, you know, what was that, six months ago when there was, I'm in LA, so all the boats, you could see them out in the harbor. Yeah. And <laughs> everyone is like, that's my product out there. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I have payroll still, or I have supplier, I got warehousing costs, but I don't have product. Like, I'm assuming you you all saw a jump in activity or, or having to kind of come in at that time. Yeah, we definitely were feeling our customers' pain because, and and it's a, listen, to be honest, the supply chain reverberations are still kind of uh, going on. It's not going anywhere anytime soon, I don't think. So, you know, people are still feeling the the sting from that. And we were definitely hearing that from our customers. And it's exactly like you said, you know, they just, they didn't have product to sell. There was demand, but there was no, you know, they couldn't get products and they couldn't get their inventory in. That also affected their buying cycles because, you know, now they need to buy it when they're thinking about purchasing inventory. They need to buy more because they need to stock up more, you know, to try to guard against these supply chain issues that requires more capital. And that's where we come in. Yeah, it, it, that's the interesting part behind and that you're able to see too now is like that game of e-com that anyone who's listening now who is an e-com founder or works in that space knows you're always battling not only supply, to, like what's the demand, but then how much supply do I need on hand? 
I don't want to over order. The last thing I want to do is be stuck with a warehouse of last year's goods that I can't sell at cost and it turns into a whole mess. So I love that right. you guys are able to help, you know, bridge the gap for people really. So now we fast forward and not fast forward, but change gears to look more at payability in your brand story and your brand's objective now. Now I know that, you know, you all were there and you had a, a moment where it said, okay, we need to take a step back and we need to re-examine who's the audience we're speaking to, who's the customer we're speaking to, how are we talking to them? Walk me through that. Like, what has that process been like, you know, at uh, coming in, you're in the senior role, but now you're like, okay, we need to take a step back. Who are we talking to? How are we doing? Like, what are the steps you're taking to go after new audience segments? Yeah, it's it's a really interesting time in, at the company. Uh, we are taking a step back and we're really just asking ourselves the hard questions of who are we as a company? Who are we best able to serve from a target market perspective? And what does that look like, right? When I came to Payability um, for the past, I've been here almost a year. So for the past, you know, 11, 10, 11 months, We've been very focused on kind of optimizing the things that we were doing and doing those things very well. What we started to realize is that we needed to take a step back and kind of refocus and make sure that the things we are doing are the things that we actually ought to be doing. So what we're doing is we're taking a step back. We're reevaluating our go-to-market strategy. We're going after a completely different segment of the market than we had historically focused on. And while that seems Redoing your whole go-to-market strategy and in, in, you know, almost middle of the year seems like a scary thing to do. It's actually pretty exciting as well because, you know, I get to just start over almost and really just kind of take a strong lens and evaluate what we should be doing, what we should stop doing, what are some new things that we need to be doing and kind of just, you know, almost start from scratch and build this marketing strategy from scratch. So that part is very exciting. I get to nerd out and do some research on the the, the market that we're going to be serving. So I get to, you know, play, spend a lot of time, which I love in, in kind of data and then trying to understand and compile these personas and understand human behavior. And then this is where the art and science of marketing comes in, right? Because you're, you're really looking at data, you're trying to understand, you're trying to make sense out of numbers and you're trying to put a story together. And then from that story, you're trying to put together a strategy. So it's really exciting time. I mean, we've definitely had some bumps. We unfortunately had to lay off people who were really near and dear to the company. But, you know, we, we, we got knocked down a little bit, but we're not knocked out. And we're going to come back stronger than ever before. I love that. I like that approach. I think there's two things there. One, I think layoffs are never easy. But like you said, you can get knocked down, but hey, you stand back up. And as long as, you know, you're still in the ring... And you're getting up and getting ready to go back in and, you know, fight, compete, do all that. That's all you can do as, as a company. Two, it's kind of funny how things come full circle. At least what I hear you talk about, like that same inspiration in college, when you switch from accounting to marketing, you're like, oh, I'm able to get into the numbers and do all this. And now, you know, you're in a senior marketing role, but you're able to be like, okay, now we're getting back in. Like we're starting fresh. What are the numbers? And kind of right. taking those moments and you can almost connect the dots of like, at least I hear it, 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 very similar enthusiasm, right? Where you're like, oh, I'm able to like get in there and really do that. I love it. I find as we get more senior in our roles as marketers, it's very frequent that our hands get less and less on the work, right? And we're more, we're enabling people, we're leading people, but it's nice to get in there sometime and get back to basics. Now, when we look at payability and the rest, you've, you've got the new audience segment, 
what is next for the company or the uh, the marketing efforts? Is there anything that we should expect to see from y'all? I love that you said that too about kind of getting back to basics because yeah, you know, you get to just go in and get your hands dirty again, right? So, <laughs> so that's what we're doing. What's next for us and what you're going to see from us next? What I'm envisioning is that you're going to see a company, we've already been close to our customers and we've already had good relationships with our customers. We've already been a brand that is much more human and personal, but you're going to see that taken to the next level, I think. And you're going to see that executed with a new level of sophistication because in going after this, the, the portion of the market that we're going to start targeting these are larger e-com sellers. They have a different set of needs than the customers that we had previously focused on and requires us to speak to and interact with them in different ways than we had before. So much more kind of one-on-one, much more personal, much more relationship building, much more community building, but executed with another level of sophistication. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I love it. Before I let you go, Deidre, if people want to learn more about payability, where should they head? Yeah, head on over to our website. That's something else that we're going to be updating, but it's payability.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn. We do some social on Twitter, but our audience is is much, uh, we, we, we target LinkedIn a little bit more heavily than some of the other social channels. But yeah, head on over to LinkedIn or payability.com and that's where you'll find us. Amazing. And I'll put links to both of those in the show notes page. Deidre, thanks again for coming on the show today. This was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode of Mind Your Marketing. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I'll catch you next time.